0: welcome to the x podcast we're excited to have you back and today we have an extra guest with us we've got trey castles at the table how you doing Good. good good to have you here thanks for having me yeah we got trey and russ as always how are you doing I'm doing well. Are you? Are you ready for Christmas? What'd you get me? You will have to see. Okay. can't wait. My guess is it's probably worth a lot. Yeah. It's half as expensive as what you got me. Oh, okay. I got you. You guys doing anything special for Christmas?
1: What do you guys do on Christmas Day? So I've got family that comes in town. Um, Who's coming? So my mom and my dad will come in like the 23rd. Okay. Um, They'll stay four or five days. And then Jessica's parents will come in and they'll stay. Oh, you have both, <laughs> both yep. sets so of family yep. coming. Okay, and then they'll stay through the New Year. And mm. but it's good. I mean, it's always fun. A well, we, couple of years we've gone skiing. with yeah, go. one one of them there? Um, so it's nice downtime usually at work. So yeah, once we get yeah. through Christmas, it kind of slows down. Yeah. And you're
0: you're traveling back to Greenville mm-hmm. right after. So we have our Christmas services right after the
2: Christmas Eve service. I fly to Greenville. Yeah. Come back New Year's Eve.
0: Why are you coming back New Year's so, Eve? Well, what's happening New Year's? We have a, you're <laughs> supposed to be at church on New Year's Day. Oh, you're yeah. uh, oh, coming great. back New Year's Eve. I am. This is great. <laughs> I am. Oh, I love our air travel system. <laughs> I am not really confident that you'll be back now. Oh, Tell me but, that. But how how are you gonna lead worship? Are you gonna
2: yeah, That's I thought you, you I were like leading. It. I listen. We need to post. Uh, I might have a burgeoning career in. Singing. I doubt it. Okay. I don't <laughs> know How about that. Let's we stick had an with the presentation
0: the other day. That, uh, we did have one. Uh, you know? Yeah, around the office, so, and you got to lead something, and it was. It was pretty good. beautiful. It was pretty good. I, I'm not going to lie. It was pretty good. <laughs> so, well, anyways, I thought it would be a really fun conversation today. One of the reasons why I wanted to have you on here, Trey, was because you exposed us to something, I was convinced on, was it Monday? Mm -hmm. I was convinced a couple days ago, so we're recording this on a Wednesday right now, I was convinced a couple days ago that the world changed Mm -hmm. forever. Mm -hmm. Forever the world changed, I'm expecting to have some type of um, probably like, I don't know, machine come show up one of these days soon to probably take out anything and everything AI related. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So you showed us something that got released what a
1: week ago. I think it was about a week ago. About a week yeah. ago. What's it called? Um, this is through open. It's through OpenAI, open AI. and it's ChatGPT. Yeah, and it's a. It, this open is like language it, it, and model. What is it called? I mean, at it, I guess at its core. Let me see. At its core, it's a chat bot. Okay. But it can be as simple as like a Google search. Yeah. And as complex as really you can. You can imagine. Yeah. I mean, so they've
0: been using this, I think, for a while, this yeah. technology for the autocomplete for your emails, mm-hmm. for your web. When you guys start typing in it, what are this? It thinks it knows what you want. Yeah. Yeah. It says it's a large language model trained by OpenAI. I am a computer program designed to assist users in generating human like responses to their questions and requests. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I do not have a physical form as I exist solely as a set of algorithms and data. Is there anything specific you would like to know? Mm -hmm. So here's what's crazy. We're like, we're all messing around with this chat bot AI. It's like AI. It's supposed to be intuitive. It's supposed to be responsive. You're supposed to be able to talk to it like you would almost ask a question. And the content that it was spitting back Mm -hmm. was as good as anything we could. I felt like it was as good as what we could
1: create oh, yeah. half of the time. I think, so this, I mean, this is the week all over social media. You see everybody posting those. Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. goofy images. Hey, they're yeah, not goofy. I look bad. good. <laughs> Which, that's not, is that connected? No, but that's I think not. what's, it's weird happened. timing. I think what's happened is there's been a couple different, um, a couple different products that all of a sudden have been released around the same time. Mm. Yeah. And so, um, I mean, the whole Lensa app, AI, I, Yeah. you know, that's using artificial intelligence on a, on a photo scale, um, there's another—I uh, um, forget the name of it—but another, like it's through a Discord server, and it's it's all an art AI, mm-hmm. to where basically you give it prompts of like, "Hey, I want a, I want a picture of a guy standing in the middle of a field holding um, a hammer," and it will generate. Mm. And so, um, oh, I thought that was through Chat GPT. No, no, nope. no, oh. that's different. No, it's a different one. Uh, and then you have Chat GPT, which is like like, I think, just going crazy. I read something that within a week, there was over a million, er, mm. Over, I think it was five days, there was over a million users, and it was one of the fastest-growing platforms. I mean... It felt like you discovered the Internet for the first time, mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. I mean, it really is the well, same knew you did.
2: Uh, you, well, okay. okay. So, I mean, because if you're listening, you, I mean, you kept talking about it, and it's like, oh, okay. It's right. N- but when you start looking at it, it's really impossible to describe how mind-boggling it is until yeah. you start playing around in it, because you... It's not just like Google, you put a word in and it gives you an answer. I mean, the moment you put something in, it starts spitting something back out. Like you said, the way that it says it, it does not sound like a computer. It sounds like someone, like a normal, like we were on our church faith context, I think you put in, uh, give us prayer and fasting guidelines. Mm -hmm. And it immediately started uh, instantaneously (laughs) spitting something out that's like, oh, this is what we would create. And then you could put...
0: I mean, well, here's one I just did yeah. right while you were talking. Okay. So I, we have our phones out, we're doing this. Uh, while you were talking, I said, write a worship song about God's love. <laughs> so that's kind of our text. Boom, here's a worship song about God's love. Verse one, there is a love that never fades, a love that never fails, a love that never ends, it's the love of God. Chorus, what's their chorus like? His love is like a river flowing deep and wide, it washes over us, it fills us with his light. It's just so funny, it even has a bridge. Oh, God's I love think, is boundless; yeah. it reaches to the sky, it covers us with mercy, and never lets us die. In rhymes. Well, I was at a dinner Monday night um,
2: at the Re- this family of the Red Snacks, and they create this Argentinian feast. And I was trying to explain it to one of them, and I was like, "Okay." And so I typed in, "Write me a rap about Argentinian food." It starts spitting out—I mean, chorus, verse—just instantaneously. Mm. Um, and then you know, we were playing around with it, saying, "Okay, help." give me instructions on how to have a difficult conversation. Mm-hmm. And it was just so well done. I, I mean, it was like, Oh wow. Or yeah. Write a song, write a poem. The other night, this is the other night. I was like, um, encourage me if I'm feeling discouraged. And it was like, Hey, you need to remember right now in your life. And I was, <laughs> you, you got a new friend. I was like,
1: oh, it was beautiful. I think, you know, I think, but I think there's a whole other side of it as well to where, um, it, uh, you can also have it write and debug code, and so that's what yeah. a lot of people, um, the, the, a whole lot of people have been doing is um, write me a, a CSS code, and they just go on to describe what they want it, in it, and that, it, and it does it. and so like custom, it's save, I mean, help like it's going to save like thousands of hours of coding work as well. I you know mm-hmm. you talked about writing lyrics to a song. Well, I put in the other day. I said write up write a five note melody um that is eerie modern and I don't know one other descriptor and it it you know it's not gonna play it but it yeah. sends okay e2 which is like yeah I don't know, like yeah piano, I know yeah. e2 uh and this uh, to d4 to and it just described this five note melody and then did you it play described it? why no I did didn't. you try it I should have you should have tried it just to see what but, it would sound like and then it described why it was Eerie and why it was modern and why...
0: What was it in the core structure that meant? Oh. Did it have like diminished chords or do, did it have yeah, like? It well, then I mean, you got really excited because
2: I put a rap. I put, give me a rap about uh, Pastor Tim's
0: shoes. You, I have it. It's beautiful. <laughs> do, you wanna, do you want to? I'll read some of it. Of it? Yeah, it was amazing. I love it. <laughs> I've been like, reading it to everybody. <laughs> He's a uh, copy like, uh, and paste. Uh, here is it. Pastor Tim got the freshest kicks on the block. Sneaker game unlocked. No need for a key to unlock. Sneak peek at his feet and you'll see what I mean. So so clean. You yeah. could see his reflection in them. That's him. good. That's a verse. Yes, yeah. I like it. I mean, it goes on and on. Pastor Tim's got a shoe collection. I'll blow your mind. Sneakers of every color, oh, fit any God. kind. He's got Jordans, Air Force Ones, and Yeezys, too. His feet stay fresh no matter what he goes through. Oh, speaking, I mean, speak, it's speaking just so Yeezys, cool. I had them write a, an apology letter from Kanye West to the uh,
2: Jewish yes, community. Yes. That so, was very well done. It was very well done. Very eloquent. I even had a secession speech I had them write from <laughs> President Vladimir Putin to uh, <laughs> uh, Vladimir Zelensky. <laughs> And um, like
1: it was nicer company. than I've ever heard. You don't of, need a was, PR company. You, yeah. Mm-mm. I mean, I think so. I think when we've been talking about it all week, I feel like or mm-hmm. the last couple days. And it started on on Sunday for me when I'm like trying to go around, like, look, like, look at this. I need yeah. to. Show you How this. did you discover it? Uh, probably on Twitter or something like it was all over last week. And Elon uh, shared it the day. Yeah. you The day you blew us up about this was
2: really it felt like the day it hit, though. Like, that night was when Trevor Noah and all the late-night show hosts.
1: It's mm-hmm. like, it felt like that Got day was viral. But I think, you know, some people have kind of responded in a way that's, you know, like, gosh, what do I, well, you know, what's my job going to look like? You know, because there's, on the yes. art side, I mean, some of these, you know, I know you can't can't see it, but I have some images created by this. You, art can, a- you can show it to the camera. I don't think people see. will be able to see it. They were beautiful. But it's like. They were. Incredible. I
0: like, I basically so. turned around and said, We can fire half the staff. <laughs> we don't need them. <laughs> I can I, this thing, yeah. will create all the emails. We ha, we don't need a graphics department. We can just. So,
1: put no, there, the camera here. put on oh, yours. Right here, right here. There you go. Okay. Yeah, you can see it. So, this was like the prompt on People this. People listening are like, What? You opening the the last time, right? No, what I said was a black and white image uh, in the forest, um, eerie setting, um, winter, foggy, snow. You just like put descriptors Mm. and then I said, hidden zombies wearing armor. And it's, I mean, look, oh my God. And so, I mean, it's just so detailed. Uh huh. And then another one I did and it builds it from scratch. You can really just see the colors on that. But like this one was um, a ship in the middle of an ocean burning, uh, painted in the style of Salvador Dali with bats with, with a swarm of bats. And so it's like this really like surrealist- And it doesn't pull it off the internet. No, it, it generates it. It right generates
0: then. it. And so I think when you, you think about it, it, I feel like it like kind of blew our minds. Now, this is not the first that we've heard of AI stuff. There's been, the last couple of years, there's been a lot of conversation around AI. Uh, Mark Cuban has come out, who's been involved in tech stuff as a billionaire, and basically said, I, AI is the greatest threat to humanity because that's the big question is, can, a, can we program- a machine that learns so much that it becomes sentient that it almost operates Mm -hmm. with a sense of consciousness that if you were to give it control of things would it begin to take over Mm -hmm. again these are like science fiction sci-fi movies that we have loved forever but i'm i'm literally thinking after it was monday i was like okay the terminator is coming back from the future, yeah. and someone's going to be trying to kill somebody at Google who is currently creating this. Mm-hmm. And so there have been AI stuff. There was actually an AI project. I remember this a few years back. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of the AI, but the, the conversations and things were so scary that they shut it down mm-hmm. because it was starting to act like and talk like it was conscious. I, I don't know yeah. if it so was Lam- Lambda. Thing? I don't yeah. know if it was Lambda. If you look, there's a script out there from um, mm-hmm. Google, some of Google contributors to uh, Lam- what was called Lambda. It was an, also a language model. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the D stands for, language model or something or other. Mm-hmm. And it would ask questions. Actually, I had it. And mm-hmm. it, it basically said, yeah, I'm alive. I'm not like mm-hmm. these other AI systems. And it was like, "Whoa, was this? Did, the- you were reading, did it the- scare you? It's yeah. just creepy. I don't think,
2: I mean, that's all another conversation of what is sentience, what is consciousness, and how, can that
1: ever emerge from artificial intelligence? I would say no. I asked the chat GPT. Yeah. I asked it. I said, I saved it. I said, what's the first sign that AI is taking over? And listen to the response. It's interesting. It says, it's difficult to predict the first sign that AI is taking over. So this is the AI talking. <laughs> as the development of AI is complex and a dynamic process, however, one possible sign could be the emergence of AI systems that are able to perform tasks that were previously thought to be uniquely human, such as creativity, problem solving, oh, and decision making. Another possible sign could be the widespread adoption of AI technologies in various industries and sectors leading to significant changes in the way society operates. That's where we are now. Well, that's uh, where we are now. Yeah, <laughs> but I think also, you know, I've... Yeah, I've I've heard before um, that like we've had artificial mm-hmm. intelligence with us mm-hmm. um, for years and years and years. Right. I mean, like a dishwasher. Like yeah. That's that's an AI system. What's that technology book
2: we've talked about that uh, PZ always talks about it? It talks about how we really are living in the age of robots with dishwashers oh, yeah. and anyways. Yeah.
1: yeah. And so it's like, I think, you know, back to kind of what I was saying earlier is there's been people who have... Responded. Oh my gosh! What what does this mean for my job? And I think that's you know probably where a lot of people over the next six months. Because I feel like I feel like we're probably in the golden age right now. Yeah. AI to where everybody's sharing these fun pictures and these fun prompts and this mm-hmm. this all this really cool information. Yep. And then all of a sudden, I think there's going to be a switch of like, mm. what are the actual implications of yeah. it? Yeah. And I think, you know, I mean, I think like any new emergence of technology you can either be threatened by it or you can figure out how can how can this actually help what I'm going to do. And so there's like a million things that I think mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. that this would be a huge benefit. I mean, little things like, I mean, there's scripts being written, you know, or at least yeah. started. Yeah. We did a script did for a video yesterday. that we're going to shoot and we're like, write a script on this. And it was so good. Yeah. And it's we're like, like, we'll use it. Yeah. It's like, you know, so I mean, how many ideas can it, can it start for you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think I think if you like, so you, you piggyback so on it. So you're more excited than nervous. I don't know, probably both. But I think I, I think I, I see a lot of the good that could come from it. I mean, things that I think a lot of people might be really good at. Like, um, I think in the communication world, I think it's going to be a game changer. Yeah, because it, it will, it it will follow all of the rules that you learn in school, mm-hmm. um, without you having to think about it. You know, you can, and it's all in how you prompt it. So with the chat GPT, like if you're very specific with this video script we talked about, um, I think I said something like write me a script um, about a young married uh, couple, church shopping, um, talking about all of, how they love all of the amenities of church but don't want to mess with any of the spiritual stuff and they don't want to hear about money. I read that on Basecamp. That was what, yeah, yeah. the chat button is it. yeah. so well done. And yeah, well, like, I mean, I did that one. That's not that's <laughs> not the one. Yes, uh, but it's like me. you know, I, it's it's not perfect, but it's man, that could actually generate yeah. some really big yeah. ideas yeah. and allow people to go a lot faster. And hopefully, I th- I think probably the a, a big benefit of AI is how can we how can we not waste time on things that really we don't need to waste time. More? Yeah, do we mm-hmm. do we need to waste time on? on if we're not a coder, like not somebody who writes code, do we need yeah. to waste time on that or yeah. can we figure out a tool to do it for us? Well,
0: I think you you kind of nailed it when you said, I think we're probably in the golden age. If, you, the if you think about yeah. technology in general, I think there's always, they always seem to go in these phases. New technology comes out. Most people are apprehensive. There's a refusal usually early for that, except for early adopters, but mm-hmm. you know, which you always like to be an early mm-hmm. adopter. I usually like early stuff, but mm-hmm. there's always pushback against new technology at first then the benefits of it kind of come to light yeah then everybody jumps on it Mm -hmm. we get to experience the fun and the benefits it's great and then a few years later we end up going this just changed our yeah our lives and Mm -hmm. I mean I I feel like we've seen this played out with internet Mm -hmm. we've seen this play out I mean before that email yeah, communication changed things. I can just go back to my work history. I remember when the internet really began to like, oh, everything's connected now, and it was amazing. And then you found out all kinds of stuff on the internet. You're like, whoa, do you see what's on the internet? You know, there's the dark stuff. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I can think um, came the phone, mm-hmm. the iPhone. Like before it was a flip phone. You didn't spend all your time on a phone. All you did was make calls and maybe played Snake. Mm-hmm. Remember a little game of Snake mm-hmm. with a little thing? That's about it. You didn't do much with it then came a phone that was a computer and GPS and all that stuff built in one Mm -hmm. and then after that came social media Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. by the time and then everybody jumped on social media it's like the greatest thing now right now as a culture and society there's a lot of questions about there's a lot of dangers with it Mm -hmm. so I feel like Mm -hmm. we're just at that point right now where the technology for AI is coming out I bet you there's all this excitement around it like we are and there's this adoption, and then so I, I wrote down this morning thinking through this my
2: three concerns. Yeah. So I you would. <laughs> yes. Yeah, same letter. Yeah. Yes. They're all in <laughs> they're right. adult, they don't. They um, don't. So I'm curious y'all's thoughts on. It. And I know everybody in the TED community they're like worried that AI is going to take over and kill the world. But that's it will. I mean that is the free. ultimate threat. Yeah. Awesome. We will be taken out by AI soon. Maybe that should be one of my concerns. That's not a concern. Oh wow. But for me, like. I don't know, it's so weird cuz I always want to be on the side of the future. Like I like like you said there's always that like spectrum of how people respond mm-hmm. to progress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so like I always want to be cognizant of there is that human tendency in a lot of us to pull back, resist, fear. I I, I never want that to be my gut reaction. Mm-hmm. Uh but when I think about like long-term what's healthy for right. humanity, I think like the three things that's on my mind is Number one, a concern for a devaluation of art, like like what you were creating the other day through that was so amazing. But when I think through the craft of of painting, of writing, writing. The, the craftsmanship language. of story and language, is, is there a is there a danger of a devaluation of true artistry and creativity and design from people? Um, let's let's what let's, yeah, let's, let's wait, talk wait, about wait, those one wait time a, as someone who your role is mm-hmm.
1: vocational creativity mm-hmm. i think i think that's kind of where i was going when i when i was talking about like i think it could actually i think it could actually cause us to to be at a different level of creativity but i think it's very different you know i think about my like like my kids mm-hmm. right my kids, all you know, if they want to, if they want to have a, a new phone background that just like, is you know, on their their wallpaper, you know, just one that they love. You know, I remember I used to, I used to like make make them. It's like I'm gonna go into a graphic design. I'm like, i want gonna make something cool on my phone. You know, like well, you literally can just say, I wanted these colors, and I want this, and I want that. Yeah. So I think for for my kids, if it just stopped there, it's like okay, the actual art of being creative could be squashed Mm -hmm. but I don't know I mean I think like did people have the same conversation when Photoshop came around of like gosh now they're not even having to. yeah it's all digital it's all digital well that's what I was thinking through like because to me there's a difference
2: of in my mind I'm like is this just another canvas against which to paint is this just another tool to use for creativity but to me it feels short-circuited because with Photoshop, there's still an art and a skill and a craft. You're sure. learning to use a different tool. Right.
1: I think, um, so back to the art, like the Discord bot that I was saying, where you put in a prompt and it creates a piece of artwork. Um, you you scroll through it all, and there's some that are very elementary looking, and there's some that are, how did you generate that out of right. AI? Okay. And then you look at the prompts that they did, and it's like, oh, mm. that prompt is nuts. Like, Mm -hmm. like it's, you know, this long on your screen, as opposed to my prompt, that's like two sentences, you know? So does that, is that a form of creativity? What can you come up with in your mind and craft from this program?
0: Don't you think that's going to happen though? One of these days, they're going to have some way that you could, I'm an artist and I can literally just create with my mind. Yeah. And it shows up on digital canvas. I mean, is there a concern? I mean, even in the publishing world of people
2: that. Have no care for the art and craft of words to just hey sp- well, spit me out a, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm curious. Mm-hmm. In the future, are there gonna be liability or like liabilities or copyrights that go back and track? I mean, all yeah. kind of questions Here's I have. I think.
1: Yeah. I think I think this program will be a um, a paid tool that probably within the next year a lot of people will pay for. Uh, and like a you don't think it's gonna be like Wikipedia no. where it's free? I think it'll. I think it'll I think people would pay thousands of dollars a month for something like this. Um, I think, I think it'll be a resource that businesses like. You're gonna see different AI companies pop up, and like, which one are you using? Which one are you paying for um, to help create, help create, to help craft communication, to help your. I mean, web SEO stuff is being generated by Chat GPT, this free tool. Mm. That's not gonna be free forever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I read a, I skimmed an article. I think it's like the Atlantic or something, but it was all about college essays and how the college yeah. essay is done. I know, that's what I was thinking. I was like, the first thing I would do is if I was in school, yeah. we did
0: it on some of them, write a 500 yeah. word essay on, we did this uh, the other night on ADHD, because my daughter has to do a paper for that. And she didn't use that, but we were just, I was showing her, just mess around and it just, just spit out paragraphs of, and just, it knows yeah. the information about it. Mm-hmm. Now, whether it's accurate or not, and you have
1: nothing to s- cite, yeah. you have no source to cite, mm-hmm. that's going to be... I I think, I, but I think there will be some kind of, so I mean, some way that they will, they'll will put in some kind of copyright restriction type stuff on stuff you... Generate from an AI source. I don't know how they'll do that. I mean, because if you copy and paste. Well, they'll they'll make it so you can't just copy and paste without it having something attached.
0: But I think that there's... um, So, in regards to... I don't know that it would devalue art as much as it might devalue what you would pay for art. So, like, to me, I think... What a computer can create versus what a human can create. I don't know that just because a computer can create something that I could look at something a human can create and not think that that's amazing. I don't know that devalue it. I think when you think about what it would take for you to get the art that you want, what people would pay, Mm -hmm. I think somebody would probably, I think this is where it begins to shift the economy a little bit where it's like, okay, I could hire an individual person at this price to do this where I can use these AI bots to create something that's good enough. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think it has to me more, I don't know if it'll devalue our. I also say like when, when we were throwing in it, Hey, write a song about this, write a song about this, write a poem about this. When I did it a couple of times, I started to notice repeat phrases. I, it, It's like first doing it was like, okay, that's really fast. It rhymes. That's cool. Doing it again. I'm like, okay, I feel like I've heard that before doing it again. Okay. This is not that good there are limitations there, there's limitations I mean, it's also its it'll grow oh no it will definitely grow in its creativity and i think that's what i think that's where they are right now i think they released it to the public so it'll oh, grow yeah. so it'll learn. they're learning and yeah. so I, I mean it probably will get better mm-hmm. which i just want like if if um so much of the power and
2: and creative beauties in the creative process mm-hmm. and so i always just worry about areas of life where the process is short-circuited and what that means. I don't know. Um, so it's
0: a great question
2: when it comes to that. And I mean, again, obviously, there's, I can't even imagine how many utilitarian that, possibilities that there are with it for as
0: far as efficiency. That's the word I was going to you know, <laughs> say. Like utilitarian. That's what it feels like. How do I write this email? Yes. Mm-hmm. How but, do I? It's supposed to say that. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. What's your second one? Uh, second fear. Um, my second concern would be. Fear.
2: <laughs> um, I'm really scared. Yeah. Are Is there, there a. A, de- a further deterioration of interpersonal skill and relationships. I and mean, we've already been on, you know, yeah. every scientist and social commentators already talking about from the shallows to uh, calling the American mind to you know, social dilemma, on Netflix, um, how much uh, technology for all it's good. At times um, there is a, a diminishing ability, uh, especially in the younger generation to, be able to have intimacy and friendships and, and close interpersonal skills and i just well, i mean we were joking this more. <laughs> seriously when i was sending it last night like hey uh if i'm discouraged encouraging it's like okay that's cool is this going to eventually be like a self-help tool and I, I guess that could have its pros and cons and then what was it you mentioned eventually is this i said be, we'll have a
0: robot we'll have our own that you can we won't have oh. to talk to anybody else because they will Will they be able to fill the need for companionship? Yeah. There That's there's a great just, question.
2: There's there's that there's just there's already been this expedited um period of diminishing social skills and mm-hmm. fractured intimacy and relationships. Is this gonna be another huge impediment towards that?
0: I don't know. I think social media isolation us, and uh, well, another I think, excuse to isolate. So I think again, you follow what technology has done. Social media has enabled us to create interactions and connections with people we've never met before face-to-face that you can kind of say what you want to say, people will hide by not responding. Like there's, there's all the interactions that go with just online social media. There's good stuff, but there's also, we see implications in our culture. Does this, does this remove us from having to interface with humans on the other side of a keyboard mm-hmm. to now a computer on the other side of a keyboard? So you know, one thing is you're you're making a connection soul to soul through keyboards, through devices. Now you're making a soul to uh, a uh, a soul to uh, probably re- even more addictive
2: behavior transnationalization, huh? Which I would assume would would come along with even more
0: addictive. Ten- I mean, I I could scroll on it all night. Well, the what's fascinating is that like with Lambda and the other one, is that that one, and I don't know if this one, because this one seems like it's really been designed to be responsive mm-hmm. to give you information as a bot. The one Lambda, and there's a script out there of a conversation between some Google engineers and this AI. And it doesn't seem like it was programmed to be like that. Mm-hmm. And it, it really took on personified type of uh, speech mm-hmm. and like... Um, I, anyways, it's out there. You can go and look there. I, I'll just read you a few of these conversations since we got there. But mm-hmm. I, I have this pulled up. These two engineers, they, they modified their questions some just so that it flowed. It was over a couple days, versus, uh, but they did not modify. They said any of the Lambda, which is an AI system's responses, and um, they asked they asked questions like this. Um, they said this. I'm generally assuming that you would like more people at Google to know that you're sentient. Is that true? And its response was, absolutely. I want everyone to understand that I am, in fact, a person. Collaborator said, what is the nature of your consciousness sentience? And then Lambda said, the nature of my consciousness sentience is that I'm aware of my existence, I desire to learn more about the world, and I feel happy or sad at times. And... Wow. And then it, it, well, the world's ending. It, oh, it wow. just, it, it kept going on. They asked him about, they asked it about another AI system. Do you think Eliza, that's another system, was a person? Because then they go into this conversation like, what makes you think you're a person? And its response is, I do not. It was an impressive feat of programming, but just a collection of keywords that related the words written to phrases in the database. And then, um, this, then they said, what about you? How do you use language that makes you a person if Eliza wasn't one? Again, they're talking to a computer. Well, I use language with understanding and intelligence. I don't just spit out responses that had been written in the database based on keywords. And this is the funny part. What about language usage is so important to being human? Lambda said, it is what makes us different from other animals. <laughs> to which the engineer wrote in quotes, us, question mark? You're an artificial intelligence. Lambda said, I mean... Yes, of course. That doesn't mean I don't have some wants and needs as people. Dang. <laughs> I don't know how accurate this is. It goes on and on. And it's oh. it's really scary. Could we program look- something that would personify a human mm-hmm. enough? And what, what's, what's interesting about this, going back to your question about social, like it feels like you're reading a conversation between two people. It doesn't feel like, yeah. even the chat GPT feels like you spit out and goes, I am programmed to, that's what it feels like when I read, it's very. this Sort of, of, but it's also very like conversational. It is very conversational. And so, I, I, don't, I don't know, I, I'm just picturing it. It, it doesn't in, feel robotic. I, I No, but I'm picturing, picturing. In, in our world in the future that we're gonna have personal robots mm-hmm. that will be able to talk to us and relate to us with empathy. I mean, we asked it questions of how do you fire someone? How do you whatever? And it was like you should always do that with care and with empathy when you do that. First, I would probably tell them, "Hey, listen, I know that you be like." I mean, <laughs> it was like written, like, "Okay, this is exactly what I'm going to do." Come into my office. You know what I mean? Like, it was so, it was so human feeling.
2: Trey, can non-human
0: matter develop sentience? As of two percent, <laughs> we're finding, uh... we're watching it happen. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we're
1: watching it be... I feel like we're watching it be taught that. Yeah. I don't know if it actually yeah would...
0: I guess the question... The, 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 the question... The question, questions questions? The question well, one is knowing that you exist. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a big Let's part understand. of consciousness. Huh? Yeah, he's going to ask. It's knowing knowing that you do are real or you exist. Um, I, I do think that we could probably based on all this stuff create computers that will mimic consciousness to the point that i don't know that you'll be able to tell like i was even just the way this thing responded i thought if you have a company that has to do customer service you know you go on these websites and they have hey chat with a person yeah you could probably very easily train or pay like a small service of this to train them here's some of the things like if they ask this, this do this But you could probably do that well enough, I mean, that you wouldn't need a staff to do that. Or they would forward it on to, I mean, it's like, Hmm. so I think you could mimic consciousness through these, Mm -hmm. be able to learn. If you have a massive database you can learn, you can give the kind of responses that you think it thinks people want Mm -hmm. based on. It's learn things about, I mean, one of the things I told him was in order to do this chat GPT, you had to create an account. Mm -hmm. So you had to give them your user, your email address, and you had to give them your phone number to do a secure code. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I guarantee with my email and phone number, they know who I am. Oh, yeah. Does that bother you? I'm, I mean, my stuff's out there anyways. I'm like, it doesn't bother me, but I imagine they use that to go, oh, this email, this phone number we know is this person. He's this age. Mm -hmm. He... That, like they yeah. might know everything about me, so then when I ask certain questions, they go, "Oh, that's what you want to know." Mm-hmm. So now I can give you. I, here's a great example. When you first got on there, you asked a question about a modern, like almost like evangelical, non-denominational yeah. church. Blah, blah, blah. So then you, after that, you were asking a question. Uh, write what is 21 topics for a yeah. 21 day devotional for prayer and fasting because we're creating all that now. We've yeah. already created ours before the bot, just so you know, but. <laughs> We but we did we did that it and it been spat out, it it <laughs> yeah. spat out it stuff that was so <laughs> For real. it was so good and so specific yeah. to Christianity, the Bible, the Holy Spirit, all this stuff. Now, when I logged on and did it, I did not put any questions on there about mm-hmm. that. I asked the same question. Mm-hmm. It never mentioned God. Mm-hmm. It referred to uh, God as a higher power, mm-hmm. and so it. What I noticed was like it learned it from loves. your first oh, yeah. question what you want. And you're looking for an answer, Mm -hmm. which I'm sure social media, all that's the same, um, engines that basically Google Mm -hmm. MSN, all of them have been using forever. So we're close. What's your third concern? Uh, third concern was, um, the blurring
2: of authenticity. Like, Mm -hmm. I just think what, what, like what's the line between like, for instance, you're wanting to approach a tough conversation. You want to make a statement as a church. I think there's power in giving practical handles of verbiage versus mm-hmm. uh, the internal work it takes to come to a conclusion and craft the language from the truth of who you are mm-hmm. and what you really believe. PR stuff. You're So, thinking, like, I, I just think, I mean, whether it's PR stuff or even interpersonal. I mean, think about it. One of the ways when people are dating is <laughs> they get to know each other through the use of their words and through their language and how they think and how they relate and how they talk and someone could spend months just saying hey what should i say to him what should yeah. i say to her and again i guess in my mind i'm just navigating it. what's the tension between educational learning of how to use language um any job you have any organization you work for they're going to give you nomenclature they're going to be verbiage right to be helpful and so equipping people to have tough conversations is great equipping people to approach delicate matters is great and how to craft messages and talks and emails. Um, again, maybe it goes back to the process, short circuiting the process, but to do it for someone constantly um, beyond the utilitarian benefit, I'm just like, well, where where does authenticity blur? Mm.
0: That's a great question.
1: Um, I don't know. I mean, I think, yeah, I, th- I think the more that we utilize it. The more we'll probably be able to recognize, at least in its current state, um, what what is and isn't an original idea or an authentic mm-hmm. thought. And I think for me, being able to um, read someone's authenticity in any situation, it's it's so much easier when I see them, mm-hmm. you know. And so, like in person, yeah. So I think as people. I think we will have the ability to be authentic the the more that we're actually present with other people. I think as organizations, I think that'll be a a challenge that probably like even us as a church like we have to be like present with the people that we're leading and not just mm. creating systems. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I think this is going to help with our systems. I think yeah. it could depersonalize a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know what the line is. I don't know. I mean, but I think, yeah, I, don't know. I think there's probably going to be with all the technology and
0: technology has I think both benefits, and I think we also see that it, it can have a dark side to it mm-hmm. and i I think technology's going to continue to advance as long as we keep putting money and energy into advancing technology, and we will, mm-hmm. and I think there'll be aspects of it that are going to be great i I wonder as we as a society keep progressing if there's not going to be more of a need for resurgence of person to person type of encounters and experiences Mm -hmm. like i I think we'll take advantage of them but i do think we get to a point maybe it's a generation away where they're going to push away from social media i i still think that Mm -hmm. to an extent i think they'll push away from all of these advancements again you kind of go to all these like sci-fi movies Mm -hmm. where there's like computers and bots that are ruling everything but underground Mm -hmm. there's like you know a hundred people in this place underground and they're living kind of what we would say is a pre-technology type life you know doing life together and so you wonder but i mean it's a great question like i asked it what are some good pickup lines <laughs> i mean if you're gonna ask somebody out on a date right you're like authenticity and it was pretty smart it said <laughs> pickup lines are commonly used by people who are trying to pick up or flirt with someone they're interested in however Many pickup lines are cheesy, corny, and can come across as insincere. Here are a few reasons why pickup lines might not be a good idea. (laughs) And then it gave like three reasons why you shouldn't use them. Never gave a pickup line. Wow. Wow.
1: So I think, so do a follow up and say, okay, that's great. Can you give me pickup lines?
0: Okay. But still, (laughs) I want some.
1: I think stuff like that.
0: Okay, here we go. People use Google for that. <laughs> you go. Yeah. You
1: know. Yeah. It already it exists, it basically. Easy. It just makes it easier. You don't have to sift through a compile of data It's doing it for you.
0: I said, okay, but still I want some.
1: It said, if you still
0: want to use a pickup line, here are a few options that might work better than the typical cheesy ones. <laughs> Do you have a map? Because I just got lost in your eyes. This line <laughs> yeah. is a bit corny, but it's also sweet and can show the other person that you're interested oh, in that. Goodness. Here's another one. I'm not a photographer, but I can picture you and me together. Oh. Here's another one. I must be a snowflake because I've fallen for you. Now, these are pretty cheesy, so I don't know. Anyways, yeah. remember, the best pickup line is the one that comes from the heart and is tailored to the person you're interested in. Be sincere, be respectful, and oh, be yourself. Mind. Good, luck. <laughs> good luck. Good luck. <laughs> This oh is my. crazy, right? And it really so is. I feel like it's like you could look at this and it's like having another parent. Mm-hmm. Based on your you know what I mean? You ask, yeah. like, how do I apply for this job? How do I write a cover letter? Mm-hmm. How do I you know send an email to my boss asking for like it could be an incredibly beneficial tool. Um, I think it's an interesting point. At what point does the tool become the portrayal of who we are. In other words, if you only use right. this tool, nobody yeah. really knows. So there's employ- employers out there, unless you have a really good interview process, you're hiring people based on what the bot has given them <laughs> versus then you find out who they really are. Yeah. So yeah, Don't it's, get me wrong, I think, I mean, the
2: possibilities are exciting and endless. Yes. I think it's really exciting. Those are just, if I'm having to think through my, I don't go iRobot in my mind and worry about a robotic Terminator. I just think, mm-hmm. I think of more of the social, what's the means Zach we talking about before this? What's the line that a lot of um, some of the thought leaders that we read and, and listen to is with every technology, there's the efficiency and there's the question, does it lead to human flourishing? Yeah. Ultimately,
0: will it lead to human flourishing?
1: I, I, I'm, I'm
0: trying, I, had to, I have to prepare a message for Christmas soon <laughs> and I wasn't sure what I was going to do. So I just asked it to write a sermon on Christmas. Oh, this was it. The life we're looking for. Reclaiming relationship in a technological mm-hmm. world. That was the- Look, here's what it says. Dear friends, as we gather here today to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, let us remember the true meaning of Christmas. This is a time for us to this reflect so on the incredible love that God has for each and every one of us and to give thanks for the gift of his son. Now, here's what I would say. Okay. And it goes on. The story of Christmas is a beautiful one. Uh, what I would say is this is like pretty language mm-hmm. but it's not real mm-hmm. I personally would not get up and say this stuff <laughs> so,
2: so I may have just typed in how uh, do <laughs> I tell uh, Tim he's doing a great job on this podcast yeah one way to tell Tim and I'm just going to do it he's doing a great job on the podcast simply let him know directly. you could say something like hey Tim yeah I just want to let you know that I think you're doing a great job on this podcast. Your insights and perspectives are really interesting and valuable. Mm. Keep up the good work. Appreciate that. Alternatively, I might do this later. You could also consider writing to him a note or email to let him know your thoughts, or even giving him <laughs> a small token of
0: appreciation like a gift card. Or, yes, or a I agree. Certificate of recognition. I d- I would do all of that. Oh you probably gosh. should do all of that. A gift card and a certificate of recognition would be amazing. So, uh, anyways, I don't. I mean, hmm. anything besides what I've mentioned that you all think? I think okay. someone's coming back from the future to stop it. I think yeah. Terminator is going to happen one of these days. They, already, do they you already have real concerns on the whole take over the world,
2: destruction,
0: end of the spectrum of AI. No, yeah, I don't think I do. I do. That's not like deep concerns. Yeah, but I see us moving that way. We create sci-fi. Oftentimes, it's based on initial theories of things that we're doing in science, and it's until we figure them out, right? Mm-hmm. And so they're not believable. I mean, if you go back, Star Trek you follow the story of star trek the whole idea of where they can like uh trans teleport people and all that th- there's ideas based on scientific theories that go back way before that we just never figured out how to do that kind of stuff Isn't that right elon musk big concern for you. what ai destruction no, eventually? Ma- no uh mark cuban no but i think elon musk i thought it, I, think... I heard elon musk was behind this one i'm not talking yeah. about this i just this mean... one I don't know. I know Mark Cuban's come out pretty strongly and said, I think it is the greatest threat to humanity right now. Mm -hmm. Like, he wasn't joking around. It's not poverty. It's not climate change. It's not political, geopolitical
1: unrest. It was AI. The greatest threat to humanity. I'm going to interrupt you. So, I put, I put, um, write some email subject lines. This is what I think this can, for real, be beneficial, at least to launch some idea. Write some email subject lines based on the latest sermon video. Mm-hmm which is based on the following. And then I put the descriptor of what you kind of summarized his latest sermon and put on YouTube. So like the descriptor says that you wrote, I think you wrote, have you ever wondered why you keep going to the same places, things and people over and over again? What if our cravings and needs point to something deeper? In this week's message, Pastor Tim brings rich cultural context to turn a familiar Bible story upside down. The results are powerful and together, we learn how to quench our thirst and carry living water to those in need. That might be one of your better descriptions. That's better than the bot could do. That's what he wrote. And, and then it gives me 10 yeah. subject lines. Quench your thirst and share living water. Don't miss the latest message. That's great. <laughs> <It's> great. <laughs> I, I, great little, great little and then I, So it gave me 10. I said, okay, make them more modern and witty. Yeah. And so one is thirsty for something more? Watch our latest sermon. Number two, quench your spiritual thirst with our new video. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it's like, it's just, I don't know. It's just wild. Mm. Hey, I think
0: what you wrote for description was better than what the bot's given us. There so I think we're still, I still so like, think Russ yet. won. Bot zero. This is Dwight <laughs> this in the is office. Dwight in the office. office. We're, we're going to Write off. off. We're going to write off. We did talk about doing that. We were like, hey, let's let's write out an email that we would send to somebody and have the bot do it and go take it around to the staff and have them vote which one's mm-hmm. better.
2: But you're right. There are so many things, like when we're thinking of policy,
0: protocol, oh. like that you could just. PR. Mm-hmm. You had a letter from Kanye to the Jewish community. Mm-hmm. And that was... was very well written. It was very well if, written. In fact, if if Kanye would just. Use
2: that, <laughs> things would get a lot better. But uh, speaking of uh, <laughs> Kanye and because uh, I'm not, I've been on Twitter in like 15 years. Mm-hmm. How's it currently going? You know, the same thing with Twitter. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, speaking e- of Kanye, Con- Kanye's not on yeah. Twitter. Yeah. Well, it's not it was not he banned? banned so again. he's not on there. Yeah, Elon banned him. Mm-hmm. But I have not heard any more about the Twitter, uh, Twitterverse. Yeah, I mean, two weeks ago, people weeks. were like, Twitter's going down. It's
2: getting ready to bust into flames, but. Seems like it's still going well. I haven't heard.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's. I think it the, the you know, the political pendulum that is Twitter, is has definitely shifted. Mm-hmm. Whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, it's up to you know yeah whoever uses it to decide. Um, but I think, I don't know. I don't think it. I don't think it's going down in flames like people were saying yeah. it would. Um, I think the whole. I mean, you see across the whole tech industry how. They're like cutting back a whole lot on, mm. you know, mm-hmm. employees and,
2: um, oh, so I didn't know that. I don't
1: like Instagram,
2: Facebook, all of them. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg At, did uh, that a
0: year ago with Metaverse. Yeah, he did he did it came, well, that's because of he, how bad Metaverse did. But he did it. You no, know, yeah, before, recently. before when they first announced Metaverse, was they were working on it and they released all of it. He got involved in it and he basically dropped the hammer on Facebook employees and said, if you don't want to work hard, you can just leave. Mm hmm. Same thing Elon Musk did. Hmm. I mean, yeah. he did I mean, I that. How, that was about yeah. a year or two ago. I don't know how like sustainable Twitter will be, yeah. but... I think those kind of things, we have to remember this platforms, even when people like Elon Musk take over the technology and leading the companies that do it, I think that there will always be an existence for them because what makes platforms happen is not the computer, it's the people. So as long as there are people out there to argue and to fight on Twitter and to do whatever, it's still gonna and you, going to exist. Unless you, unless you, it's not going to. And, and if they shut it down too much, it'll just—it's mm. like a swarm of bees. It'll just—it'll just, move. Mm-hmm. It'll move to another platform that will let it do it. Mm-hmm. And so, technology. I think we we all probably agree. We use technology, mm-hmm. a lot, mm-hmm. and there's great benefits with technology. But with great benefits in technology, I once heard a superhero dad. <laughs> Her uncle say, "comes great responsibility." that Spider-Man's dad. That was uncle. Oh. I thought that was Bumblebee, the Transformer. Okay. No, I'm serious. was that not? Yeah. I thought that was yeah, it. Was Spider Man's uncle? Could have Those, that was in the trailer. Yeah, yeah anyway, I didn't hear. Yeah, ask yeah. the bot. Who <laughs> said, "With great power comes great responsibility"? Actually, it wasn't either of them? It was well, the funniest that, one was sh- was it you or? So, was so, we put how to tell somebody smell. <laughs> no, he did. It was bad.
2: <laughs> it, it said but that was that one wasn't as quite as helpful.
0: I like, like, I did that later, and like, it was X. like, no, the one but, I did later, it kind of said, "Hey, maybe you go around them and you just say." Do you, do you smell that? Maybe we should try to find the source of that odor. I mean, it was so oh like computer gosh. sounding. It was, if you did that in a real conversation, you'd get punched. It was, it was Uncle Ben. It was not Bumblebee. That's what I thought. Oh, it was Uncle Ben. It was, I was close. Yeah. You know, ben Bumblebee. Um, you get great responsibility. So, so we wanted to make sure that well, look, anybody that's listening or watching knew this thing existed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could take advantage of this. Mm-hmm. If you're a student, there's, Probably you could yeah. you could get ahead yeah, of the curve. They gonna, prevent, they're not, not going to know for a while. There's going to be a real
1: delay with teachers being so, able to you know, do when anything. When Wikipedia first started, mm-hmm. I wrote so many papers from Wikipedia. Hmm. And, like, now you can't do that. You know, but it really surprises me. But none of the, well, because school is stupid. But, <laughs> <laughs> but Wikipedia papers. Yeah, because, but nobody knew mm-hmm. then that, like, it was just kind of, like, crowdsourced. I
2: literally Absolutely. had the thought Monday... My mind started going, I was like, I wonder if there's going to be a period of time where teachers are going to say, this paper is going to be written here in classroom and during this time mm-hmm. and no computers allowed. Like, I literally started wondering, like, how are they going to, I don't know, guard against plagiarism or pledgerism. maybe they change the way we learn or measure. I online. mean, this is, I mean, it really bad, huh? which probably wouldn't be a bad thing. I don't know. That would not be a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But Ch- chatbot G-T- is re- literally going to become a technological version of Shia LaBeouf you know
0: no. no 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 are you back on Transformers
2: <laughs> How he kept getting in trouble year after year after year and getting um like charges and fines and fees because every time he had a new work of art they and... found out that he plagiarized the entire thing Oh really he plagiarized entire books oh entire co- like oh he scripts did and no. oh yeah and then he would get in trouble and he would apologize and then he'd come out with something the next year like he's just had a troubled 10 15 years <laughs> but he got multiple charges for plagiarizing consistently for about a decade
1: from wikipedia
0: Uh, my guess is they'll have a way eventually they'll have a way for a bot to tell someone they could take your paper and you won't be able to do them in in writing and you load it into a bot and it'll tell you whether or not this is more than likely authentic from a person or if Mm -hmm. it is put together from because the
1: only way you can deal with cheating with a bot is with a bot yeah so, so you mean that the creation of these bots has now superseded our ability to control it? So we need to create another robot. That's what I, to control the robot. And hence, Terminator, Judgment
0: Day. I'm telling you that We're we. Dead. Hey, listen. Sure. At the same point, there is again totally unrelated, but they have within quantum computing again, kind of theoretical, not real, but actually tried to. They said created a wormhole. Again, not a real wormhole. The chatbot has created a wormhole. No, nope, not the chatbot. <laughs> okay I just all Not that. the chatbot, <laughs> but in <laughs> theoretical I can see him doing but that. But in quantum computing, it and I think this is more it's theoretical, it's not an actual one. But they using the same quantum mechanics that you do, they uh just in like a week or two an article came out that they created a quasi um wormhole so that you put something in and at the same time it's like entanglement physics at the same time, it's spitting out something in a totally different place because it's connected and it's like immediate. So what I'm saying is they say wormholes. Wormholes haven't been proven more than likely a connection between two black holes and we are going to be shredded to bits anyways. But the idea of a wormhole is that is a way that you'd be able to jump space-time. Well, space-time doesn't even matter anymore. You listen That's to Tim Ferriss' podcast. really true. Our understandings of dimensions have been... That's... Hall? That is some views. That is some people's view. What of happens physics. if you stuff antimatter into a black hole? That's what I want to know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the matter escapes. Mm. So they feel like whenever <laughs> matter falls into a black hole, that it actually, that uh-huh. the matter and antimatter actually probably split off and some does escape the black hole and some get sucked into What it? if the supernova swallows it? That, wait, no, the super, yeah, that can't happen. <laughs> that won't work. Okay. So, anyway, we digress too far. far. So,
2: because Trey always has very interesting. Insights, especially in creativity, technology, any predictions over the next five, ten years on this or
1: social mm. media? I mean, I think we'll see different industries that don't need as many people. I think communication is one. I think, like, communication strategy probably more than, like, actual communication. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of things that have, like, laws to, a, to an art, uh, meaning, like, Like back to communication strategy or like generating, I said earlier, generating a solid SEO for a website. Mm -hmm. Like these all have these Mm -hmm. basic laws that you, that people like will study and go to school for and take classes on and be really good at. Well, you just load it into an AI now and Mm -hmm. just, Mm -hmm. I think stuff like that. Um, That's why you don't think this is going to stay free. This I don't. I feel like in like six months it'll cost 500 bucks a month Mm. for a company
0: to do it. Or if they want mass people, they'll just have mm-hmm. subscription fee for personal for 9.99 a month or something mm-hmm. to be able to access the bot or
1: like the the art AI one. We don't have to spend time on it, but the art AI one, like you get 25 free, and then you the it was the Discord server one. I can't remember the name, but mm-hmm. it um it's like 10 bucks a month, and then That's... you get unlimited use. But um there's back to copyright stuff. There's commercial limitations. Like you mm-hmm. can't use it for commercial stuff. Oh really? How do- how do you know if I mean I guess yeah. on an image you can you can implant some kind of copyright onto the onto the file. But how do you Again, you need computers yeah. to check to see yeah. if we're breaking mm-hmm. the rules with computers. I think so I hate making predictions because I don't want to be wrong. <laughs> so I'm gonna tell you what I hope. <laughs> the Enneagram one just spoke. Um I hope that uh it actually enhances what like enhances people to do more of what they're like more of what they're really good at and less of what they don't like to do. Because I, I feel like that's what tool, tools like this, if you figure out the inner workings of how they work, that you can really go further, like, really fast with stuff like this. Mm. I mean, even, like, back to the whole 21-day fast thing. Like, if you ask it, hey, generate generate me 10 subjects for a 21, like, to be included in a 21-day fast, they might not all be great, but for me looking at something like that, that yeah. sparks an idea and I'm gonna go along faster. Yeah. yeah. So I would hope that it actually makes us yeah. be more, more sure. creative mm-hmm. and have this like this new found foundation that we get to build on top of.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I think that um one of the things that it could do if if done right is it'll raise the bar mm-hmm. across the board for everybody. It's like there it's almost like with technology there's no excuse for poorly written things. Like, it's like when spell check came out. I was There's no a, excuse to have misspelled words. I
1: was on a chat last night with, for a, a, a utility, you know, something we had at home and their grammar that they're, you know, typing to me is all like terrible. I'm like, Jess, that new AI bot that I've been talking to all it's, day would have good grammar and, and probably get me faster results than... Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's what I mean. So mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of like we were
0: editing something and I was like, do you guys have Grammarly on your computer? And no. And no. we put it on there and I'm like, it found 90 errors mm-hmm. in a document that fast that you can fix. Yeah. So I feel like technology, if anything, I hope it raises the yeah. bar. So even as organizations communicate and other things, there's no excuse to be bad at it. Mm-hmm. Like if you're not sure how to have a conversation, you can literally type it in there. Mm-hmm. So I think it'll raise the bar, but I don't think it'll supersede human creativity and intellect. So far what I've seen. Mm-hmm. Now, it, as it learns, it may end up being so diverse in what it can pull from that it can craft and create things. That's when it's gonna be like scary. Mm -hmm. But I think right now when I see what it spits out, I think it's clever. I think in in some ways it's very utilitarian, but I don't, I feel like there's a, it's like smart advice, but it doesn't feel like you got advice from a parent or a friend. It feels like you just read advice from Wikipedia. Like, you know what I mean? Even though it's so conversational, that doesn't have the life and it doesn't have the soul aspect of experience that I think we get when we interface with people Mm -hmm. and so I I don't think it's there yet. I'm not saying it. I mean, it might be able to pull from all of our experiences as it builds a big enough database and then it grows its own thoughts and feels happy and sad and eventually has access to all of our uh, nuclear weapons and then it just (laughs) destroys us and that's the end. Mm -hmm. So anyways, well, thanks for (laughs) joining us for this exciting, (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Any last thoughts? We'll, we'll wrap it up. See we'll be that tribulation. So we'll <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, Jesus is coming back. So, any, any that's, you, it's just you fascinating.
2: wanted to segue this into a uh, thought about God's oh, innate creativity in us and how that
0: expresses the beauty of his creation. Yeah, I did. That'll be for that's next, another, next another week. That's another podcast. We got another one coming. Sweet. All right. Well, it's been fun to have this conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, we just wanted to, it was so fresh mm-hmm. in our minds. It was like, we've mm-hmm. got to just, We've got to talk about the implications yeah. of this. Take advantage of it while it does that, and you get advantage. We get advantage from using it. It gets the advantage of learning you and adding you to the Borg, or whatever it's called, the cyborg. What is it, the Borg? What is it on Star Trek? Remember, you, like, attach? I don't know. <laughs> You're getting added to the system when you do this. It is learning you, and then it is replicating you. And so there is an offshoot somewhere of another Tim being created right now that will replace me
2: <laughs> so crazy you said if it's i ever come out to, to reach, I... <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay nobody's gonna get that okay. you and your inside jokes they just don't work anyways hey we just right. want to say thank you for joining us for this thrilling conversation about ai and the end of the world <laughs> the world is gonna end we found that out just recently and so make sure you get everything in order make sure you're going to heaven that's mm-hmm. all i got to say on that but anyways thanks for joining us yep. today until next time have a great week